Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. If you need a miracle in your life, you came to the right place today. Thank you. I want to be, you can be seated for just a second. On behalf of the Hatchbend Apostolic Church, I want to welcome all of our guests today. We're sure glad you're here with us today and hope you're enjoying yourself. I'm going to share a word here with you for a few minutes. Um, if you'll turn to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 through 8, I'm going to read a few verses and then get started. <clears throat> the Bible says, Ecclesiastes 3, says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up that which was planted. A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time to war and a time of peace. The thing about it is, today as you probably can tell, I'm, I'm going to talk about time. The time. Our time is our most valuable resource we have. The thing is, is we, a lot of times we waste that time, but we... But our time is our most valuable resource. Every second that ticks away is a second that cannot be reclaimed. Every day that you're not doing what God has called you to do is a day that's just gone forever. You cannot reclaim that day. If you miss out on what God has called you to do, you can never reclaim that day again. Benjamin Franklin said, lost time is never found again. And that's so true. It don't matter if you lose time. We lose things and we find it. When I lose my pocket knife, and I may find it two or three days later. But it, the thing about it is, is when we lose time, it's gone forever. John F. Kennedy once said, we must use time as a tool. And that's, that had a lot, a lot, has a lot of truth to it. Imagine you were given $86,400 at the beginning of every day. You wake up in the morning and look in your checking account. And the balance reflects the increase of $86,400. There is only one catch to this. You have to spend every single dollar every day. You cannot save any of it or you, will, you have to spend it or you will lose it. Of course, the next day you will begin all over again with $86,400 to spend. What would you do with that kind of money? Perhaps you would buy a home 
on the river. Or how, perhaps you may buy the pickup truck you've been looking at or the car you've been looking at. The, or maybe you will take a trip around the world or take the vacation you've always wanted to go. The thing about it is what would you do with that money? Or maybe you'd be spiritual and you may use your money to help somebody that's in need or help get the good news of Jesus Christ, spread it around the world. Think, of a, think for just a minute. What can you do if you got $86,400 every day to spend? I may have piqued somebody's interest. I may have you thinking about what you could do with that kind of, that kind of assets in your life. The number of 86,400 is what God has gave us in seconds every day. We have 24 hours, 60 minutes, and 66, 60, 60 minutes in every hour, and 60 seconds in every minute. This totals 86,400 minutes, seconds in a day. These seconds are, always, are not transferable to the next day. We have them to use, but we, cannot, we have to use them each day. How you will you spend your time, or how would you manage your time if you had, with your have, you have your 86,400 seconds? How will you bring these seconds, and how will you honor God in each second of each day? That's the question I would like for you to think about today. Many people today struggle with time management. For many of us, it seems like we have not enough time. The older I get, the faster them seconds seem like they tick by. And before you know it, days are gone by. Weeks are gone by. Months are gone by. Years has passed by. And you're like, where did the time go? It's hard to believe we already have almost halfway through February. It seemed like it was just yesterday we was, we was having Christmas. But the thing about it is, is time just seems like it gets faster and faster every day. And the more time we lose, is we cannot gain back. Other people are unsure they're not spending their time effectively. It seems no matter how hard we try, we never feel that we're th truly managing our time well. This morning I'm going to talk a few minutes, just a second, on giving us a God's time, of his, God's timing of management plan. My time is God's time. First, we have to honor God with our time. We have to realize that our time is not our own time. It is God's time. The thing is, God only knows, is the only one that knows how much time that he has allowed us to have. The thing about it is, is we waste time. We think about, we have we, we unlimited amount of time. But God is the only one that knows how many seconds we have left. I don't want to be too morbid this morning, but the thing about it is, is, is we have seen you know, death come to all ages. And so we may think we have one day or we may live to be 80 or we may whatever the age, we, seconds or days we have to, on this earth. God is the only one that knows and knows that, that time. <coughs> Unfortunately, we are hurt. Too often think that our time is ours and we do whatever we wish to do with it. If we want to work, we can do that. If we want to watch television... We can, we can do that. If we want to waste our time doing nothing, we can do that. <clears throat> Even if we want to do things for God, we can do that too. 
If we even want to do some things that we know that are wrong with our time, we can also do that. Because, because God has gave us that choice. He gave us the, the, the time, but he's also gave us the choice to what to do with that time. Certainly has, God has given us the freedom of choice, but God teaches us through the Bible and tells us in Psalms 24 that, that nothing we have is our own. It is all God's. Psalms 24 and 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell in it is all is his. The thing about it is, is everything is God's. Everything, God controls everything in our life. No one has any more time than you do. Sometimes we look around at other people and we're like, how do they get so much accomplished? How do they get this accomplished in their life? They have the same amount of seconds, the same amount of minutes, the same amount of hours in each day as we do. What we do with them is what is the, what's the difference. Is how we effectively use our time is, is, has, is the difference. Today I asked Brother Jerry to help me with an illustration. It's a simple illustration and I don't want to insult anybody's intelligence about their simple illustration. But the thing about it is, is, is this container today is going to represent our life, your life. And the, the, the area, or the atmosphere, the air the, this inside of that, this container, is our time. The first thing we have to add to our time is we have to, we have to put God in our, in our time. We have to put God. God says in Mark chapter 12, he says the first most important candidate, c- commandment, is put God first. Love God. And he talks about it. The second thing he talks about is the second rock, the big rock we put in there is family and our, our relationships. We put them in our time, and that consumes part of our time. The next thing we add is we add some smaller stones, which these are, represent our job, our hobbies, other things that's important to us, our, our home, our vehicle, our transportation, some of the, some of the, the hobbies we care the most about. We use these, they, they fill up the part of our time. This, as we keep adding these things to our time, you know, it, can, it can, can slowly creeps up and uses up all of our, our time of our life. And when we, like I say, some of these things in our life, is, they consume us. Sometimes anybody here has, has felt overwhelmed, like you don't have time to do everything, get everything done. Finally, we're going to add... The second thing, we're going to add the water, is everything else in our life that fills our life up. The, the, the hobbies, some of the other things that just secondary things comes into our life to the point that it fills our life and fills our life up with time that we don't have no more time left. That we, We're completely, our, every second of our day, every second of our life, it may be just a hobby or it may be just somebody that's just want to waste time. But through that, we use, we wait, you know, use up every second of our life. We're doing something. It may be a laid on the couch or maybe whatever it may be, but our time is filled. The, the point of this, this illustration is, is to the more we get our time so filled. There's a time sometimes in our life there's things that creep into our life that's not planned. So sometimes we get our life, our, our, time, our, our time is all used up. So then we, these other things that creeps in our life the first thing we want to pull out, and I'm not going to pull it out because it probably make a mess, but the thing about it is we pull out is, the, is we pull out God. 
We lay God over to the side. And then we fill that area that God was in our life, in our time. We fill that area up with all these other things that's less important in our life. And to the point that when we really, when we decide we want to put God back in it, there's not no room for God. And that's the illustration of this thing. Is, is, and the thing about it is, is we have to put God in first. Because the thing about it is if we don't put God first in our time, if we had to put all the other things in this, in this box, the water, the smaller stones, if we had to fill our life up with that first, when we try to put God in that, it would overflow. We would have had the time for God. And so the thing, the illustration is we need to put God first and then everything else around that or surround that in our life. The thing about it is we have to put God first. <clears throat> Jerk, if you put up Psalms 23, one of the first, I heard this, is a, this I read this as a, a 21st century version of Psalms 23. And I'm going to read it. I want to put Psalms 23 up, the one to compare, I'm going to read it too, but the, <clears throat> the Bible says, the clock is my dictator. This is the 21st edition of, rendition of the version of Psalms 23. The clock is my dictator. I shall not rest. I'm, it makes me to lie down only when I'm exhausted. It leads me into the deep depression. It hounds my soul. It leads me in circles of frenzy for activity's sake. E even though I run frantically, from task to task, I will never get it all done. For my ideal is with me. Deadlines and my need for approval, they drive me. They demand my performance from me beyond the limits of my schedule. They anoint my head with, the, with migraines. My end basket overflows. Surely fatigue and time, pressures shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the bonds of frustration forever. With God in the right priority, with, in the right priority in your life, Psalms 23 reads like this. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He make me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me into the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, and I will not fear evil for the art of me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's powerful. That's if we put God first. T.F. <clears throat> Tenney wrote a book. The main thing is keeping the main thing the main thing. And that's, that's, that is so true. The book talks about that. It talks about if you keep the main thing the main thing. It don't matter what happens in the time before this moment in time. Because there's nothing we can change about that anyway. What matters is what we do. In, in closing, it matters what the most we do from this moment until the moment we turn around and walk out them back doors. The amount of time between now and then and what we do with it will be f f forever 
etched in the history of our life. This moment and this opportunity will be gone forever. As, I, as you stand and I open these altars today, I want you to please consider this time and don't let it slip through your fingers. Today, if you have a need in your life, the thing about it is, is, is you have these seconds. These seconds, what you, what you do with them can infect your whole life. The thing about it is, is when these seconds are gone, when that door shuts behind you, you may have another opportunity to come back into this church, this building, but you may not. The thing about it is, is what you do with this time, you can never get it back. This opportunity you have today will never, you may not never have that opportunity again. This opportunity can be your last. It could be your last. As we as the musicians play, just let that ring in your mind. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.